Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, August 12, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. South Korean President Yoon Suk-yul granted Samsung Electronics Vice President J.Y. Lee a pardon on bribery charges effective August 15th. Lee already spent 18 months in prison before being released on parole last year. The pardon will allow him to rejoin Samsung's board and travel overseas. The U.S. Federal Election Commission approved a proposal from Google that would keep campaign emails from being marked as spam in Gmail. Candidates, parties, and political action committees can apply for a program that would exempt their messages from spam filters. Emails cannot violate Gmail's policies on phishing, malware, or illegal content. Users will receive a prominent notification when first receiving campaign emails and can opt out of subsequent messages. Nerf reports Bryant Chappelle noticed that Google began testing an update to let users launch cloud-based games directly from Search. This appears to work with Stadia, Amazon Luna, Xbox Cloud Gaming, and GeForce Now. Users still need to be logged into an account associated with the service to begin playing, and all titles don't appear supported at this point. LinkedIn announced it will roll out an add-a-link feature to posts over the coming weeks, letting users add clickable links to external sites directly to images and videos. It will also introduce a new templates feature where users can choose from customizable backgrounds and fonts for posts. The platform will also introduce carousels of swipeable media content for posts. Bloomberg's Debbie Wu's sources say Apple informed assembly partners to make an initial batch of 90 million devices for the launch of its next-gen iPhone, the same volume as 2021. The company also expects to assemble 220 million iPhones by the end of 2022 that's also consistent with last year. The analysts at IDC expect the global handset market to shrink 3.5% in 2022. In Q2, Huawei reported its revenue increased 1.4% in the year to 170.6 billion yuan, that's about 25.5 billion US dollars, the first time it's shown revenue growth on the year since Q3 2020. We don't have quarterly breakdowns by business unit, but in the first half of the year, revenue from its devices group, which includes smartphones and consumer electronics, fell 25% on the year to 101.3 billion yuan. Its carrier business, which includes telecom infrastructure, grew 4.2% to 142.7 billion yuan. Its enterprise unit saw its biggest growth up 28% in the year to 54.7 billion yuan. Back in April 2021, an Australian court ruled Google breached consumer law when it presented on Android that the location history setting was responsible for managing location information collection, but in actuality, the web and app activity section logged location data by default. The court now issued a fine against Google for $60 million Australian dollars. Australian regulators found Google corrected this conduct in December 2018. Privacy researcher Felix Krauss reports that the in-app browser in Facebook and Instagram's iOS apps injects JavaScript code for its Metapixel into visited sites. The Metapixel allows for tracking sites visited and monitors interactions on a page. Meta says this injected code obeys user preferences in Apple's app tracking transparency feature. WhatsApp's in-app browser renders sites without the Metapixel. Telegram CEO Pavel Durov says the latest update to its app has been held in Apple's review process for two weeks with no explanation. Durov claims the update will revolutionize how people express themselves in messaging. On its website, Apple maintains it reviews over 100,000 apps weekly. Amazon added support for its photo frame feature to all Echo smart displays in the U.S., U.K., Canada, Germany, France, Italy, Spain, and Australia. 
The feature had only been available on the Echo Show 15. Once activated, the feature displays a three-hour slideshow of pictures from linked libraries without any ads or other notifications. And finally, Meta added Duet display support for the Portal Plus Gen 2 and Portal Go video calling devices, meaning they can now be used as a wireless secondary display on a Mac or PC. It also released the Meta Portal Companion app for macOS, which enables screen sharing on video calls and quick access to call features. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.